Uh, welcome to Kicking It. Uh, so excited to be back with another episode. Joining us this week is Erin Riley. She recently graduated with her master's from St. Joe's University. After already earning two bachelor's degrees in undergrad, she's volunteered through the years, both domestically and internationally, including Thailand, Jamaica, and Hawaii. Um, very excited to have her on today. So welcome, Erin. How's it going? Good. Hi, everybody. So um, excited so, to be here. Oh, yeah. So um, what you been up to? How's life? How's uh, post-graduate school? A lot of my friends uh, recently graduated as well, so I know it can be pretty intense. I am so happy to be done. So beyond happy. I was I was struggling to even finish because I was just so over it at the end. Definitely. Um, I mean, I went straight back to school after college to go back to graduate school. So like I finished my bachelor's, went straight back. I didn't even take a semester off. So I feel like it was like just boom, 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 boom. And I'm yeah. ready to have a, a break. What did you major in? Um, I guess in undergrad and then for graduate school. So I have my bachelor's in elementary education and also a bachelor's in um, STEM and English. Okay. And then I have my master's in special education. Wow, that's awesome. That sounds like quite a bit, quite a bit of work, but that's yeah. super cool. And I guess, is there anything that particular you kind of want to do? Or you're kind of just taking your time now to figure it out? So I want to teach abroad. So I actually got a job in Costa Rica. That's awesome. Uh, Congratulations. Thank you. I'm moving there in November. So I'm going to be, for the first month that I'm there, I'm going to be doing like cultural immersion. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to be learning about the culture and like learning, trying to learn Spanish because I don't really know much Spanish. And then um, like stuff like that. And then after... Christmas and everything I'll, their school year starts in January so I'll start teaching in January and I'll be at an international school so it'll be kids that are like living abroad in Costa Rica so it could be kids from like America or like Europe or wow. other places that are just living there so I'm really excited that sounds amazing congratulations again that sounds like a fantastic opportunity I don't know that much about Costa Rica have you been before no, I've never been. I'm just no. going. Wow, just... that's that's exciting. Yeah, oh I'm my winging goodness. it. That's a Hopefully. huge step. I mean, it's a big change, but I think it'll be what's best for me. That is really cool. I'm so impressed. <laughs> yeah, I'm really excited. Do a lot of other um, people come to teach and things like that from another country? So for the first month, I'm going to be living with people who are also going to be teaching in Costa Rica that are like also going through this like cultural immersion thing. So nice. I'll meet people there, but then I'm not like we could be placed all over the place. Got so you. I don't know if I would like I think if you meet someone and you're like close with them and you want to stay together, you can request to be together. But I right. think you kind of end up all over the place. Got but it. it'll still be cool because I'm like you can go visit them and like yeah. see a different part. That's awesome. I have a um, friend in Colorado and she different than not teaching, but she's a nanny, but she's from the UK and she's kind of doing a similar where she came over and she is like um, getting to know a lot of other people who are in the program. And then she also gets to explore around the US, which is cool for someone. Yeah, that's so cool. Yeah. So 
Oh, I don't know what to talk about first. Your life is so interesting. Um, <laughs> this is awesome. Um, do you want to dig into volunteering? Because I've definitely wanted to talk to you about that for a while. Um, yeah. How did you get started in all that? I mean, we talked super briefly about it, I think, over Instagram, but. Yeah, so in my junior year of undergrad, I think, it was like either 2018 or 2019, Um. Taylor, Taylor, our friend Taylor, was going to Thailand. Well, first she was going to Nicaragua with this program, and then she the Nicaragua trip got canceled because they were having a civil war there. So she switched her trip over to Thailand, and she was like, oh, yeah, I'm going to Thailand telling me about it. And I was like, I would literally love to do that. And I like didn't even think it was a possibility for me. But then my mom was like, so why don't you? Like, that'll look so good on your resume. Go over there, yeah. teach English for a couple of weeks, and then come back. Like, why Absolutely. would you not? And I was like, kind of like caught off guard. I was like, I mean, yeah, like, I guess, why not? So Exactly, I, yeah. Why, why not? You can kind of. Yeah. That's the cool thing about not being like in high school or younger anymore is you can go out. You can literally say, I want to do this, and you can go do it. Yeah, I know. So I was like, all right. So I booked the trip. And then actually my roommate from college ended up coming with us too. So it was the three of us. And then That's nice to have like a group. Yeah, it was nice. Um, I feel like, like Taylor and my roommate from college didn't know each other. And I feel like they ended up being friends and it was really cool. So definitely kind of brought my two worlds together. But then I just got on the plane. I mean, I've never really done anything like that. I've been to like, places with my family but I've never went like anywhere obviously that far and on like a trip like this and like I didn't really know how it was going to be because I've never even went I never even went camping before this trip and like I was going to be living in a remote village in Thailand so I was like right that's kind of like hard to picture (laughs) yeah so it was a a 21 hour travel wow like 16 hours straight from JFK to Hong Kong and then we went from Hong Kong to Chiang Mai okay so you had two two layovers or Chiang Mai Chiang Mai's in Thailand so that's where you landed once you arrived yeah so 16 hours and then four hours and then we had like an hour an hour layover in Hong Kong gotcha and I have to say I would do the 16 hour flight again the 16 hours was not bad because I was like so mentally prepared for it like I was like I know I'm gonna be sitting on a plane for hours like I'll be fine the four hour plane was god awful I was like (laughs) thought I thought it was gonna be like so quick because like 16 hours is so long compared to four but four hours is still like such a long time and at that point it was like 6 a.m so I was awake and like Right. It was tough. was the four hour flight your second? Your yeah. Opponent? So I'm sure you were waiting to get to your final destination, and that always seems to take forever. Yeah, it took forever. The four hours felt longer than the sixteen. Wow. But you made it. it. Yeah, I made it, and it was so worth it. That's awesome. So, what did this volunteering entail? You were you said you were kind of you were teaching English in um, like a village in Thailand so what did you get to do outside of that while you were visiting and then also how was that experience of just being in the culture rather than being a tourist yeah so I went with this organization called give volunteers which I absolutely love I can't even say enough good things about them they're so amazing but they plan the whole entire thing for you and if you like 
look at the trips like they have an itinerary that they like put up on their website of all the different trips that they have mm-hmm. but kind of the way that at least this trip was my Hawaii trip I went with them too but it was a little bit different mm-hmm. um it was like you volunteered kind of the first like week and a half ish and then the second half of the trip was like all adventure stuff so the first week we stayed the first few days we stayed like in the city of Chiang Mai and we um okay like visit we visited like temples and we got to go to this I forget exactly what it was called, but it was this place where we we got to sit down and like talk with monks about their religion and their culture and stuff. Oh, a uh, monastery? I think it, yeah, it was okay. something along those lines. Yeah. But it was cool. We got to like see where they live, how they went to school and stuff. And then um, after, it was either like one or two days we were there. And then we took like a three hour car ride through like, on dirt roads through the jungle to where we were like staying in this like little village um it was called Mong Kong okay and we lived in like these cute little bungalows there was like six of us I think in each bungalow and we had like such a pretty view of the mountains and it was such a like nice little area Mm -hmm. and um we stayed there for a while that was like where we were the bulk of the trip Gotcha. And we would kind of like all have breakfast together in this like big dining room and dinner and lunch and stuff. And then we would break out to go to our volunteer projects. Right. So there was two different projects. You could either do like permaculture and the permaculture project was um, they were building like farm beds for the kids who live in Thailand that go to the school that we were working at. Gotcha. The kids in Thailand um, actually live at school because, especially in the remote villages, because a lot of them live so far, they, like, will all come to school together on Monday, and then they'll stay in, like, dormitories until Friday, and then they'll all go home. So they were, like, kind of building these farms so that the kids there could live off the land. So it was cool. That's awesome. So there was, like, a group of us that would go there, and then a group of us would go to teach at the school. Okay. So I did one day at the permaculture one. So I did one day of like working in the, um, on the farms and stuff. And then the other days I did all in the school, Mm -hmm. which was cool because then you like see the same kids every day. You start to build a relationship with them, but then it's really hard to leave too. Oh yeah, sure. Yeah. So, um, the way it was kind of broken up is we would go to with the middle schoolers in the morning, which was so much fun. And we, the group that I had was all the boys. I had all of the sixth grade boys. And like, at first I was like, I don't know what to do with sixth grade boys. Yeah. What do I do these, with these human beings? <laughs> <laughs> these boys were so funny. Like we were learning, we were teaching them um, kitchen, like appliances and utensils and stuff yeah. like that. So we were doing this game where like we would tell them a word and they would have to draw a picture of what we were saying so they were like drawing the three of us in like we would say like blender and they would draw the blender and then they would draw us in the blender you they would do- <laughs> like little stick figures next to the blender that's amazing so inside the oh. blender wait really yeah they would draw like us in like bowls us on the <laughs> stove like it was so funny they were so great and then that's awesome that sounds like a blast yeah so we had them and 
and then we had we had the boys the whole time but it was like sixth grade then we did fourth third and fourth and then first and second so we just like kind of moved down the line every day and each class we'd be there for a little while so I got to meet a lot of really cool kids there that's so cool wow so did you so did you go to would you go to the school or you stay in the village like we, during that we, week when they would stay or they would stay at the school Did they you would stay at the school but we would stay like in the um in the village where we were staying yes. and then we would just drive to the school every day there was yes. actually two different schools that we would be at so some of us would be at one school and some of us would be at another school okay. so yeah we were kind of in both yeah we didn't sleep at the school though so how so it's obviously I guess too far to walk every day for those kids if they're staying there about like how long was the commute how many miles from the village to the school the first where we actually were teaching in the school I'm not 100% sure I mean I'm sure some of them are probably walking pretty far but mm-hmm. the last couple of days when we were doing like the adventure portion we stayed in this um this really small town that you can only get to by river okay. so we actually we built these bamboo rafts and we took them down the river and we stayed in these, in this like village. And I think there's only like 60 something people that live in the village. And those kids, one of our guides that was with us, he actually grew up in that village. And he told us that he would trek four hours through the jungle to go to his school. And then he would hope to like get on a raft on the way back. Like hoping that someone was coming. Yeah. Yeah. Like imagine a little five-year-old walking four hours through the jungle like, to get to, to go school. to school. Wow, that is that must have been really cool to see different cultures and to like so cool. how all of that works and like be kind of ingrained in the day-to-day life over there. Wow. I mean, when you're when you're really like living, how like I was living for part of it, like in a home in the community where they live. I feel like you just learn so much about. Yeah how how their life is like the kids there they I mean they obviously didn't have like the things we have here they're they're not like iPad kids like right or they're not like kids who live down the block from middle school and they're like I need a ride (laughs) and they can walk two minutes to school they're outside all day long swimming in the river playing soccer and all of them there are the happiest people I've ever met they're so happy and it's crazy because like I mean, I feel like everyone here is pretty miserable. We have everything and they're so happy and they like. On just like the simplest things in life that they can do without all the technology and getting to know like the culture is really cool and offers so much value as well as like seeing the tourist spots, but you can just gain so much perspective from people and, and seeing the world in like a different way. It's the best part learning about how their culture is and how they live and seeing like the connections that you make with the people there I just feel like that's the best part of it that's but also the kids there like there was we went on a hike one day and we like walked up this mountain it like wasn't anything crazy but like on the way down it was pretty steep and like all of us are like in our hiking boots falling tripping and this one there was this one girl boom her I'm not 100% sure the relationship if it was her dad or her uncle or something he was like one of the drivers on the trip so she was with us the whole time gotcha. and she was running up and down this mountain 
in sandals, <laughs> like slides, slides. And we couldn't even walk up and down in in our hiking boots. So it was wow. so funny. That's that's pretty cool to just see how they live out. And the kids, I'm sure, like kids are amazing anyways. And then just to see how they adapt to different environments. And like, it really can be like nature versus nurture, but your environment, they can adapt so well. And if you grow up doing that, I'm sure it's it's no problem to run up there in sandals. I can't even imagine like trying to take like my little brother like to do that. Like <laughs> never. There was one time too that we had to walk across this like it was like a bridge, but it had like ropes on the side and I couldn't really reach the ropes and it was so wobbly and I was so nervous and boom was like you need help and she like held my hand and walked me across she's seven and I was like 20 and I couldn't do it <laughs> that's awesome wow that sounds like so much fun oh my god that's great that is so cool that you've been doing that and I'm so impressed I'm just like wow tell me more tell me everything. tell me everything so Thailand kind of like jump-started my travel addiction I guess you could say so it was like I went to Thailand and then and then COVID kind of hit like not too long after and then I was like I need to go on another trip and actually I wrote myself like a letter on like some app that like sends it to you a year later and in the letter I wrote I really want to go on another trip like Thailand and then I ended up going and then I read the letter like a couple months later and I was like so confused but isn't that um, like something I feel like that's something that's kind of creeped up on us is like this manifestation of like <laughs> writing things down but when I first moved out to Colorado I wrote down like a bunch of goals that I had like get a job that I love and save x amount of money and then like a year later it all happened and you're like whoa I didn't even really try it yeah just, it just is which is kind it of just cool. happened yeah. yeah so right before COVID I was actually talking to this girl her name's Jess and I went to college with her and we were in like we started our undergrad together we were in like the same classes freshman year and we were in the same classes all the way to senior year this was after I graduated or like during COVID kind of and she had she was in one of my classes when I was like just had come back from Thailand and I was telling my class about it and she had messaged me and was like I really would love to go on a trip like that like would you ever go on another one so we were kind of planning to go to Nicaragua, but then COVID happened. So we pushed it off. And then in the middle of COVID, I think it was like, it was April of last year, I think. Give the organization I go with opened a trip to Hawaii. Mm-hmm. So this girl just texted me and she was like, do you want to go to Hawaii? Like they just opened a trip and she already had put a deposit down and whatever. And I was like, hell yeah. Like, yeah, why not? So we booked it and actually at first there was she got the last spot on the trip and I was like shoot like mm-hmm. and then I emailed them and was like is there any way I can go to those dates because I'm going with someone else and they were like oh actually a spot just opened so it like worked out perfectly I got the last spot on the trip put nice. my deposit down and I went in June of last year I can't even believe it's almost been a year already so I went to Hawaii was that your Hawaii? first time in Hawaii it was my second, but it was my first time on the big island. Gotcha. Last time I went to Hawaii, I was in eighth grade and I went with my grandma and my cousin. Gotcha. But we stayed at a resort. So it wasn't as, I didn't get the full experience how I got right. this time. I feel like I could talk about this trip for hours. It has changed my life so much. No, I love this. So share, share away. 
Yeah. So, so I went to Hawaii and this time I went with Jess, but me and Jess, we weren't really like close before the trip. Like we only had hung out one time, like a week before we went on the trip. We didn't even really know each other other than the classes we'd been in. So I feel like it was kind of different going on this trip than prior going to Thailand because when I went to Thailand I was with Taylor and my roommate Caroline so I feel like when I went to Thailand I kind of had like two people I was really close with that I so I didn't branch out as much right um but I went to Hawaii and we stayed we like went a couple days early and just hung out and then you never really know exactly what to expect. Like you read the itinerary, but you never really know like what exactly is going to happen. So like right. we were like kind of nervous, like the first couple of days, like what's going to happen. Yeah. But we showed up at the airport the day that our trip started and we met everyone and the people I met on this trip, I, I like, I can't even put into words how much I love them. Like they were the 12 of us just, connected on a whole nother level like I feel like I've never been around a group of people that was so supportive and just like warm and fuzzy and like I just felt so myself around them like I I've never you're making I've never felt warm and fuzzy describing it (laughs) I've never felt like so connected to people and I mean like it was just they were just amazing so um the first when I went to Hawaii we did like every day was like a new like volunteer experience so we we are uh, volunteered at this place called Hamakula Harvest which was like a farm that we helped like remove invasive grass from and we did we did like a marine debris cleanup and we did all these really cool different volunteering yeah. experiences which I feel like um especially the marine debris cleanup I've never done anything like that and like when I was there on a beach like picking up like little bottle caps and toothbrushes and stuff like that it just really makes you think about life and like all the plastic you use I I don't even think like I don't even think about it I didn't even think about like I mean I thought about like plastic utensils and like containers and stuff like that but you don't think about like your shower how much plastic stuff you use in your shower like stuff like that it's like insane how much plastic you use yeah so I just feel like that really was eye-opening and then we volunteered at like a dry forest and we which was actually super funny so we had went there and they told us that we were going to be collecting seeds off of trees for them to like replant trees for the forest to grow and when we got there there was this guy the guy who was like running the forest he came out with like a whiteboard and he drew out I thought I thought he was kidding like I was actually dying laughing because I didn't think he was being serious and he was like a goat got through the fence and he's been eating like the plants that are still alive so we have to capture the goat and bring Wait, that was him the out goal? of the forest <laughs> that was the mission of the day yes he was like we have to capture the goat and bring him out of the forest and I thought I seriously thought he was kidding like I couldn't stop laughing and then he drew like a picture and he was like like a like football game plan like picture that on a whiteboard like a coach drawing out like beeline through that <laughs> and he's like one group is going to um one group's going to 
start here and like walk down the rocks and try to find the goat and then another group is going to stay here and help us push it forward as we bring the goat over and then one group is going to stay at the gate <laughs> and they're going to open the gate and get the gate out and close it and get the goat out and close plan. it really quick yeah so I was at the group that stood by the gate and the whole time like I mean, I just had jokes the whole trip. I could not stop like getting everyone with my tricks. And when everyone there was there, there was four of us sitting at the gate and our guide. Um, so five of us were sitting there. And when everyone came back, I was like telling them all this elaborate story about how three gates, three goats came through the gate and we had to push them out really quick before they came <laughs> into the forest. And everyone thought we were like heroes. <laughs> saving the day getting three goats out but was there um, really three goats or there was only that one goat there was only the one goat that was inside and I just was saying that we like captured three goats when really we just sat at the gate the whole day but (laughs) that's so funny everybody else is like doing the hardcore work and you just have to lock the, the one goat in but yeah but yeah we just sat there the whole day waiting for them to bring the goat but we we had so much fun because we all like the four the five of us just sat there and we like just talked about life and got to know each other more which was really cool and then did you find the goat no we never found the goat (laughs) (laughs) so the whole day the whole mission of the day that's okay (laughs) you're successful in other areas just not the main mission that's so funny but we still ended up getting seeds off the trees and stuff. So it, it ended up working out, but it was the whole day was just really funny. That's but awesome. that sounds like so much fun. I'd love to just go so chase fun. a goat with like a group of <laughs> awesome random strangers that I just met. That it was so fun. Yeah, so funny. So like we did something like that every morning. And then after the morning, we would um, do like the first day we went to like a black sand beach and we like in YPO Valley and we got to like hang out at the beach for a little bit and um I actually this was like a joke the whole trip too the first day of the trip we hiked down this place called YPO Valley and it's like super steep downhill yeah and I got blisters the size of like I don't even they were like massive massive blisters yeah and I couldn't even hike back up I had to get in the truck and go back up because my blisters were so bad and every day they just kept getting bigger and bigger and bigger and by like the fifth day I would say um this girl Jess not the same Jess that I came with she there was another Jess who was our guide for the trip Uh she like took care of me like she was my mom like I was sick this whole trip too she's like making me tea and giving me cough medicine and then she volunteered to pop my blister that's 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 a good homie right there so all 12 of us and my two guys are standing around in a circle like everyone just watching me get my huge blisters that's um, hilarious they all just watched it was like yeah. a powwow around you. <laughs> it was like a whole big powwow. And then I got my feet wrapped up and I was better after that. But we did like a lot of hiking. So like it was hard with having toes that were blown up the size oh, of a watermelon. Yeah, I, uh, <laughs> I can't even imagine. I When I first moved here, I was really into hiking. And then I did like one almost 13er, um, which is like 13,000 feet. And I didn't make it to the top. And I was like, well, 
I don't think I really like hiking that much. I think I tell myself that I like hiking, but I don't actually <laughs> enjoy it. I love hiking too, but only when you get to the top. Yeah, <laughs> that's the reward. So like, if you make it halfway, it's like, well, fuck, I just wasted the whole G-dang day because <laughs> I didn't even get the enjoyment of like the top of the mountain. It's like, I learned so much about Hawaii and I went there and like, I didn't really know anything about like, Mm-hmm. Hawaii and the culture and stuff and like it's so cool just like how everyone they're so into like the nature and like how you can listen to like your environment and like learn so much from being around you but I also learned so much about how the United States went in took over Hawaii and they really silenced the people there yeah and didn't really give them the opportunity to like have their land like they're the native people there and right I mean it was it was crazy to just hear like what what happened what kind of happened yeah yeah and we learned so much about that and like got to hear discussions from natives and Mm. it was was so like amazing to hear their views and sad and I just it was super impactful but also um definitely at night there was like certain nights we would have discussions about like what we were doing and stuff and one of the discussions that I feel like really has impacted me was um we had a discussion about voting with your dollar Mm -hmm. and which is like a cool concept because you don't really I mean people buy things all the time you don't think about what you're putting your money towards and how your money really can impact people and I feel like that was just a cool thing because it's made me think so much more about what I'm buying so like obviously in Hawaii, we wanted to vote with our dollar and use our money to support locals and not support like the tourist traps. And yeah, like, I mean, so many people go to Hawaii too, and they stay at this, they stay at a resort and they don't get to see Hawaii and they don't get to meet locals and learn about their experiences. And like, definitely. And the value that those experiences can provide and provide back to the, the, native people or the culture is really impactful because a dollar might be nothing to us but if you go buy lunch from them it helps them out a lot or whatever it is yeah and I feel like so many people I always see it on TikTok people are people are like asking people not to come to Hawaii because of what it's doing to their land and stuff right and people are still going saying like you need my money because I'm a tourist and I'm giving you money but it's not it's not support the tourism industry there is not supporting the locals and I feel like that is what people don't understand and they think they're going there and that Hawaii needs the tourism when they were fine without it they don't need it or the tourist is going to resorts and big corporations rather than like you said the locals it's going the locals and so so many of the locals are having to move off the islands because they just can't afford it anymore because people are going there and they're buying million dollar houses and buying putting huge hotels where people are living and just taking their land and they don't it's crazy it's really crazy I feel like Thailand made me like really fall in love with traveling and then Hawaii made me like so passionate about traveling and like how I travel and what I can do and like how I can be a better person when I'm traveling who I support So I feel like that was like a big moment for me. But seriously, every single person on that trip taught me something. Like, I feel like I came away from that trip just knowing so much more from knowing the people that were on the trip with me. 
Mm-hmm. And like there were so many things on that trip that happened that could have ruined my trip. Like right. I was so sick. I had blisters the size of an apple. I I right. lost I went cliff diving, lost my Apple Watch. Like things happened on that trip that were like like they just kept happening. Right. But it was the best trip I've ever been on because it was just so eye-opening and the people that I was with were so amazing. And that's awesome. That says a lot about your perspective and how much you have like thought about what you do when you travel because you're like, oh, blisters can go away and I can always get a new Apple Watch and these things <laughs> suck, but I'm still enjoying it because of the people I'm around. And that that's a really cool thing to be able to do. And also really impressive to say like, I still had a great time and it wasn't because of any of these things. It was because I enjoyed the people and that was my priority. And when I think about the trip, it's not even the first thing that comes to, like none of the bad things even come into my head until like I really truly think about it. And then I'm like, oh, I was actually hacking up a lung. And, like, yeah, right. <laughs> but it was so much, it was just so much fun. And I feel like, um, like the 12 of us were just so meant to be there at the same time. Like when things it, just kind of like fall into place, you like don't even know how to describe it. You're just like, this is what it was meant to be. And it was like we were so meant to be together. And I I love telling this story because I just think it's so cool. Yeah. Um, I so I went to Hawaii and I obviously met all of these great people, but the one of the girls that I ended up being like super close with, I'm so close with her now, she actually lives 15 minutes away. Oh, nice. On Long Island? Yeah. So we met in Hawaii and we lit 15 minutes away from each other. And she actually, she works at um, St. John's, the high school. So she like knew, she knew people from like Belport that went to St. John's. It was just the craziest thing that like we lit 15 minutes away, but we met in across Across the world. world, Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, me and her just like clicked instantly. We were like besties the whole trip. And then we literally got to come home and we still live so close to each other so that was like a super cool you made a new friend that you could kind of continue that relationship with yeah and I mean everyone on the trip we still talk we still have a group chat we still talk I actually went to um Louisiana in March to visit um one of my friends from the trip who lives in Louisiana with another girl from the trip who is from um New Hampshire so the two of us went and we spent like a long weekend in Louisiana which was so much fun and I also went camping in Florida with the girl from New Hampshire you've been able to also build like lasting friendships through these experiences too and that's cool because I feel like it's different than like everyone you meet in your life you have like a different kind of relationship with or friendship and to have those people from a trip is really cool because you get to continue that and only you and them have been on that specific trip and that experience together so it makes it really special to keep friends from those those yeah and I feel like going through like experiences like that when you're like learning so much and growing so much it's like you just get close really fast and it's like a relationship that I've never had before like even with the people in Thailand too I mean I still have like a Thailand was a much bigger group and Mm -hmm. because I went with like two people that I was so close with I feel like I didn't make as many friends but um like even in Thailand like you're growing and you're changing so much because you're learning so much that it's like those relationships are just like really special it's like a really quick way of bonding and getting to know another country and other people and people you're with. 
like the way that I feel on these trips is like a feeling that I'll never stop chasing my entire life. Like it's just like the best, it's just the best feeling to be so like surrounded by like such great people. And we like this thing that we would do every night after dinner and you would, you write down on like a little sheet of paper. It was called good vibes and oh. you would write like good vibes to Aaron for getting the goats out the gate today. Like you would write like funny moments from throughout the day. And then every yeah. day we, we would do, we would write them all down. You put them in a bucket and then we would sit around a table and we would read them. And that I feel like made us so much closer too. Cause you're like going through your whole day, reflecting on your day and like wow. sharing like your favorite moments from the trip. Mm-hmm. And then the last night you, we like sat around the campfire and we had this like really deep conversation about like how the trip changed us. And I feel like that's something I'll never forget. I just feel like it, it was, we were all crying. Like it was so emotional. It was yeah. so like, heartfelt. And like, that was just in itself. Like, I feel like it brought me so much closer to all those people. Yeah, to be like, to be able to sit in a group of people you just met and be like, open and know that no one's judging you and you're not judging each other. And like, that is, that's a huge, I feel like that's a huge barrier in like life to like break that point of like, oh, there are great people out there. And like, just being so comfortable in your own skin and knowing that like, this is an experience that we'll all never forget. I, it just has changed me so much. I'm, I'm so, so great. happy for you. And all of this is sounds amazing. So I guess what are yeah. the like what are the top five? We'll keep it to five. I'm sure you have way more. Five advice or kind of takeaways or something that you would tell either people who would like to do this or just like your biggest takeaways, your five biggest takeaways from these experiences. So I think my number one is be in the moment. You have to just not take what you're worrying about at home with you and you just really need to like live in that moment and take it all in because it goes by so fast and you want to be on your phone and you want to take pictures and totally do that but like take a moment to just see it all and experience it all before you're like so quick to take your phone out and stuff yeah um make connections I feel like when I first went to Thailand I wish I was more like open to talking to people when I went to Hawaii before I went I in my mind I was like I'm gonna make an effort to really try to talk to everyone on the trip like I want to get to know people I want to make those connections and I feel like just talk you I mean people are so willing to talk to you and I feel like it's scary at first but the more connections you make it's just like more people you get to love more people that come into your life that you're just like have a relationship with so I feel like just talking to people another one for me is like giving people a voice that don't have one like going to Hawaii and going to Thailand and hearing the stories and then like for me I think it was just really important to come home and be able to like share the things that I learned with my friends my family and stuff because they don't they didn't get to experience that you know right um stay in touch with people definitely I think I I feel like I'm pretty good at staying in touch with people. I once in my life, I'm like someone that like, if you're part of my life, you're staying in my life, I'll make the effort for you to be in my life. So I think like just staying connected, I think that's hard for a lot of people, but I think checking checking in in on people, making sure that they're okay and like keeping those connections and stuff. Um, 
And then one more, I would say write, write down everything, take pictures after you experience the moment, but just keep all of that stuff because looking back on it, like I love, I love looking through my pictures and like I have from my, um, not when I went to Hawaii, but when I went on like my more recent trips, I took like a digital camera with me and I like took pictures of everything and now I have like photo albums. So I love that stuff too. Yeah. Holding those memories close for those, those big impactful moments in your life. And it's really cool to see like the people you've known for a really long time, even if like you haven't always been connected, but just knowing people for a long time and seeing like where they are now. I talked about this a little bit, like in my last podcast, but when you're so young, it's like, you don't know where anyone's going or what anyone's doing. And then just to like, kind of see everyone grow up and do what makes them happy, like whatever that is. It's really cool to see everybody grow into that and try and figure it out. It is so cool. I love like going on Facebook and seeing like, who's engaged, who's getting married, who's having yeah. babies, who's, who's where. traveling across yeah. the world like you. And it <laughs> yeah, is really, it's really cool. cool. I feel like for me too, like I would never expect this out of me. Like middle school me, I would never expect to be here. Like I was a psychopath in middle school. I was so mean, like so Yeah, crazy. and I was like, I mean, yeah, I think about middle school and high school and I'm like, how, how did I survive? How did everyone else survive? Like- we were all, I think everybody is really intense. Like, yeah, like so in crazy. general, you're just so young and you just it's don't a- know what's going, going on ever. And that's just like all you know, like you're in school and that's your whole life and you come home and you're stuck in the same place doing the same thing. And I just feel like you got to get out of there at some point. Uh-huh. You got to, <laughs> you got to like kind of fly the coop. Yeah. But well, yeah. Just- and school just never mattered as much as everyone made it seem. Yeah, that's true too. You're like, you get out into the world and you're like, wow, it's not just Bellport or it's not just what Patchogue. It's like, there's a whole world out there outside of these two tiny towns on Long Island. And yeah, it's cool to see what everyone's doing. And even people who are still there, it's cool to see them kind of growing into what they're enjoying or te- I know some people are teaching who we went to school with still on Long Island so it's been really cool to see everyone kind of grow and change and yeah totally I agree but yeah all right so for the last 10 minutes I usually do like um some fun questions so if you're down hit me with it all right sweet um what is your favorite food or or I guess for you what um what countries have you been to where you've enjoyed the local food most maybe that's a good question oh here's here's a good story for for the podcast I'm so I am so bad at trying new food so bad that's okay uh, Taylor so I was in Thailand with Taylor and I was also in Iceland with Taylor and um she wants to kill me all the time because I won't I won't try anything yeah and when we went to Thailand I'm not kidding like it's embarrassing to even say but I straight up ate white rice pineapple and watermelon for 14 days straight I did <laughs> not eat anything else that's awesome that I love that you know what you like 
Yeah, I'm not, I don't know. I'm, I get scared to try new food. It's like, it's not like anything's going to happen if I taste it. If I don't like it, I could simply just not eat it. But I just, I can't get myself to try it. I don't know. That's okay. So <laughs> I guess, what's your favorite food that you, that you're familiar with? Um, I gotta say mac and cheese. I love mac and cheese. Mac and cheese so far. <laughs> mac and cheese is fantastic. It's always, a, it's always a good choice. Yeah, that would have to be my pick. Do you have, do you, uh, do you have like a favorite box mac and cheese or? Annie's white cheddar. Or just like whatever. (laughs) Annie's white cheddar is my favorite. Oh, the shells? Uh Uh-huh. Those, those are good pick. Those are amazing. I hope everyone who's listening to this eats that (laughs) or tries it because it is very good. Except it did almost kill me when I was having like issues with my gallbladder last week, (gasps) but. Now that my gallbladder is better and I got it removed, things are okay. But it did, it did almost kill me. <laughs> okay, well, the good thing is you're alive and you can still eat your favorite macaroni and cheese. So, yeah, after <laughs> surgery, I'm good to go. Okay, good. <laughs> oh no, how did it? Um, did it just like not agree with you? Um, after I ate certain things, like my stomach and my back would hurt so bad to the point that like, I couldn't even sit down because I was so uncomfortable. Um, yeah, I would just have to like sit through the pain until it passed and it was quite terrible, but it's better now. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Um, question number two, do you have a favorite quote or is it mantra? Like you have a saying or a quote that you kind of live by or... Um, I gotta think about this one. Yeah. I don't like, as cliche as it, as it is, like, you really only live once. Like, you, you only live once. You have to do everything. Oh, yeah. Live in the moment. Enjoy everything. That's a good one. Yeah. Yeah, I'd say, like, that's a big thing that's been coming up, too, a lot with covid kind of passing and like everyone going through those years is like be in the moment appreciate what you have and kind of don't take anything for granted because it is true there everything you have now could be gone pretty quickly and things change easily so just being grateful for all that is really important um all right oh if you could shadow someone for a week to learn something who would you shadow it can be a celebrity someone in your personal life it can be whoever you want all right this is gonna sound really weird but this is what's coming to my mind I think I want to shadow someone in jail (laughs) yeah why not all right so tell me more about that I feel like I'd want to like I like someone that like has been through something like hardcore like I want to like hear their story why like how everything went down how they ended up where they are like I want to live in their mind and like see their thought process of like why they killed someone or something along those no that makes sense I think that like can be such a foreign concept or like things can happen or people are in prison for yeah like I want to I want to like yeah I don't know if I want to be there for a whole week yeah I'd want to hear their story maybe like a day maybe lunch together or something like an interview yeah (laughs) 
That'd be cool. Well, if this podcast takes off and I ever get anyone for prison, I will have you on the podcast as well. And you can like come through that, that episode. I would you. love to guest start with the prison. With the yeah, we'll get you your prison mate um, episode. <laughs> um, all right. Next question. What has been your favorite activity or excursion while vacationing or traveling? Hmm, that's a hard one. Um, you could do like top three. Okay. I was just in Jamaica and okay. I, was te- I was teaching there too for a week, which was super cool. But um, we did an excursion to the Blue Hole, which was really cool. We got to like jump off this like high platform into a waterfall. Yeah. So that was super cool. Um, any of the any of the places I went to in Iceland, they were all just so pretty. Yeah. I think if I had to, pick, I think if I had to pick a top from Iceland, it would maybe be the glaciers that we saw. Yeah. I really liked those. They were really pretty, and I'd never seen anything like that. And then Hawaii, I loved the um. We went to Volcanoes National Park, which was really cool. I felt like I was in space, and even yeah. though my toe my toes felt like they were gonna fall off because of my blisters, it was really cool. I liked that a lot. And nice. in Thailand, I went bungee jumping, which was super How was cool. That? It was so much fun. I was scared before you jumped. So I wanted to go by myself because I had this thing that when you go with someone else, you have to hug them and like you're kind of looking at each other. So I I wanted to go by myself so I could like see everything. And, you know, I just I wanted the full experience. So a lot of people chose to go together. So I watched like 20 other people go before it was my turn because the people that went solo went last. So by the time it was finally my turn, I was so ready to go. Yeah. Remember, like you go up on this like elevator thing to the top and I'm waiting on the top and everyone else was like, I heard everyone else's stories as they came down and they were like, yeah, like he counted to three and then like he either like pushed us or like we jumped. So I, he, I wobbled my way to the end of the platform and I was waiting for him to count to three and he just did it. And I was like, can I go? And he was like, yeah, go ahead. And I just swan dove off the platform. And it was so much nice. fun. It was that so fun. amazing. Wow. Yeah. That wasn't scary. Yeah. You were just like, I'm ready. I'm ready for it. I'm going to go. I was like, if I'm going to die, at least I'm dying doing something cool, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. That wouldn't be a bad story. It's better than like saying you die from your blisters. Yeah. That would be like not great. <laughs> the bungee jumping was cool. And also we um we like trekked through the jungle to um, see elephants and we got to like bring them in the river and like bathe them and feed oh, them and stuff. Cool. That was also a really cool experience because when do you ever get to see elephants in the wild, you know? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and like take them to the river. Yeah, it was cool. That's awesome. All right. Uh, last question. If you could only bring one suitcase and you're going away for, let's say, like, maybe a month, what would be in, what are you packing? What are your so, necessities for travel? So I'm actually going to Europe. Oh, great. In, so in, September, <laughs> in September for three weeks and I can only bring a carry-on. Oh, nice. Um, 100%. You need packing cubes. Packing, packing cubes are a huge life changer because you could fit so much clothes into a little tiny cube that fits right in your suitcase. Okay. Um, 
other necessities. I need earplugs to go to sleep. So that's okay. a huge necessity for me because if you're sleeping with other people who snore, you know, that just doesn't work out for me. It's just not a vibe. Um, yeah. I mean, what else do I always bring? I always bring a book, okay. headphones. What are you reading right now? I just finished a book that was actually really, it, it was not what I was expecting it to be. <laughs> Why was it? <laughs> Um, it was called All the Ugly and Wonderful Things. And it was like supposed to be about this girl whose like family was like, she grew up in like a family of drug addicts. And it ended up turning into something so disturbing. And like, if you want something weird to read, just read that book. Cause Okay. <laughs> gotcha. All right. It was a lot. So for all my listeners out there who maybe like intense, darkish it- stuff hit that book up is what I'm hearing yeah it was just like it ended (laughs) up being like kind of like an incest kind of I don't even know how to explain it it was just not it was not it not what you were (laughs) expecting when you opened the book you're like oh not at all what I was what I was uh thought I was reading and it like started off really good like I was so into it it was like really like cute in the beginning like this girl's kind of figuring out her life with her mom's like shooting up heroin but then all of a sudden it turns into her like being in love with her dad's friend. And I was just like, what am I reading? Yeah, it's like, it's like when the <laughs> TV series go on too long and you're like, well, hold on. This, 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 this TV show isn't supposed, Vampire Diaries isn't supposed to take place in space. Like what's going on here? Yeah, it was a lot. It was too That's much. That's so funny. Man. Thank you. Uh, well, do you have anything else you want to talk about? I think that wraps it up. I mean, I don't really have much else going on other than my job. Other than stories. Costa Rica, <laughs> moving there, traveling, graduating. Yeah, yeah not, not, not much. Just those ginormous <laughs> life monumental milestones. <laughs> but that is so awesome. I'm so happy for you. And yeah, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. I really appreciate it. And it's Thanks for so having fun. me. I've always yeah. wanted to be on a podcast, honestly. Thank you so much. It's been, yeah, it's been awesome catching up and chatting with you. And yeah, dude, good luck with everything. So this is where the podcast ends. But if you enjoyed listening and you could be interested in continuing to listen and maybe found this useful or helpful or just fun, you can like, subscribe and give us a rating. All right.